transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Welcome to episode number 278 of the Men Condition Podcast right here on iTunes. Fuck, I said iTunes. Why did I say iTunes? Because you're a cuck. (laughs) I'm a cuck. I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. (laughs) 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 Fuck! When I think of cuck, I think of uh, Carol Baskin's new husband. (laughs) <laughs> like that's that's the a... picture of them at the at, in the thing where he's dressed as a tiger. There's the, the whole like... anything that has both oh. of them there, you get mad cuck energy from him. I feel like he was sitting just. Like I feel like, like he likes to watch. I feel like he like I feel like he watched as Carol threw her husband in the tiger pit. You know, this would have been a great thing to have on the podcast if y'all would let me do the intro. Just do the intro right now. I'll do it again. Fuck it. I mean, it's recording. We could Frankenstein it in there. Yeah. No, I'm saying I would love to do that. I'm just saying I got to do that intro. I'm keeping the whole thing in. So fuck it. Welcome to the Make a Dish podcast. 278. You hey, did but... it. <laughs> it's, on, it's on all the platforms that you've ever listened to us before and 200... And 77 episodes. There you go, Scott. I did the intro. Yeah, but you you did not capture the magic of... Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 278 of the Men Condition Podcast right here on Podbean Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, uh, Spotify, wherever we... We're, bleh, fuck! Just keep it. We're just moving on, Scott. We're just moving on. No. Hey, everybody. Welcome no. to the Men Condition Podcast. I will do intro. I will do it. I will nail it. You cock. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Hey everybody, welcome to episode <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to episode number two seventy eight of the Men Condition Podcast right here on Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, that's where we are and that's where you are right now. I'm Scott the Bot Savage along with Wade Wade. And Hey everybody, welcome to episode two seventy eight of the Men Dish Podcast. This is your host, Joe. And only host. Apparently Joe has commandeered the uh, the podcast. So uh, Jodecast. You know, I feel bad that our name is not one that can be easily punned with Joe's name. With all the Joe puns we've done, I mean, last week's episode was what Yo Joe. Although Shannon, I thought we were going to call him Joe Joe Jimbo. No. It's kind of funny that we had last week's episode called Yo Jumbo, and then the Criterion was Yo Jimbo. It's almost like it was connected. <laughs> it's <clears throat> almost like it's almost like the same people who do Criterion Connection do this podcast. <clears throat> well, basically, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is a whole lot of nothing because 
There's supposed to be summer movie preview. But there's no summer movies to preview. And that means we can't recap spring movie preview because, well... There were no spring movies to preview. Apparently. <laughs> in this case. Bloodshot didn't do very well, so nope. I pretty much lost. Well, how about nope. this? <laughs> there's two movies that we could do with this. Wade? I gotta, I gotta find it. You know what? We will do spring movies, but here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go see which movie did better. Scoob or Trolls World Tour? Okay, I I could check that while you talk. Because as far as as far as I know, these were the only like theatrical movies that were supposed to get releases in theaters, but due to COVID nineteen, decided to do a uh, a video on demand release, which I appreciate, but I also think is kind of bullshit. And I will tell you why. I don't like the fact that for a I mean it's going to be throughout the theatrical time period and then you know once it would be out on dvd obviously they're going to lower the price but paying 20 dollars to rent this to rent a movie when everything else is much cheaper to me just it doesn't seem worth it it's like i appreciate that they're making it available to me in a legal fashion in Um, my house but i also and i get where they're coming from but it's what incentive does anyone really have? I disagree. Um, I think $20 is a decent value. Um, generally, people go to the movies with at least one other person. Um, and especially if you're going to see Trolls World Tour, you're at least bringing a kid along. Because I, I can't imagine an adult just seeing that on their own. Um, and just with ticket prices... It gets close to $20, probably a little less. Um, you know, I think generally it's like 7 to $8 per adult ticket. <clears throat> um, literally, literally, there's no information at all about how much it's made on VOD. Yeah, well, it, well that's the other problem, is you're not going to really find that very easily. But, there's um, no, like, which one had the most streams or... No. It's lost. hard to find <clears throat> if you can... Yeah. Because um, they keep that stuff really tight lipped. But the other thing is, you also, you know, the movie theater makes their money on on snacks, and you know, as much as people smuggle in, they still they still sell like a bottle of water for three dollars. You know. Well, like I get all this, and I understand. And at the end of the day, but there's no theater cheaper. But that's what I'm saying. But there's no theater. You're not going to the movie theater. You're staying in your house. I think, and like, and I, and I think, I think doing it at a more discounted rate, like I would even say, ten bucks would have been fine. Twenty dollars, I think, for and the fact is, like, you only have it for the you have it for the same amount of time as a standard rental. Because like I know uh, Amazon Prime's doing it, and I know like some of the other. Uh, video on demand services where it's like five bucks a movie. I I, I could easily see a ten dollar one because again there is no theater. It's not a matter of the theater. It's a matter of the movie itself. And if you're gonna have it, if you're gonna, uh, here's my thing. If you're gonna charge twenty dollars, the amount of time you have it, I think should be extended. You should either own it for twenty dollars and be able to watch it as you please, or you should have it for a longer period of time. And I, I think. think- I think the other reason behind it, 
uh, now that I'm thinking about it, is I'm pretty sure they're going to consider keeping that going and having it at $20 really, like in my opinion, does make it kind of even with the theater experience. Um, Because if you put it at $10, I really think you're going to have to see a huge drop off in people going to the theater. Yeah. And I don't think they really want to take away the theater experience, but at least have, like, now that they've established this as an alternative, and they tried it before with that one service, and that died out pretty quickly, but um, I think they want to just have it, like, let's have it competitively priced so it's not like we're squashing the theater industry. But there's no theater to compete against right now. I mean, your theory. That's right now. I'm idea. thinking they're going to carry this on. Go Scott. to right now. They're th- they're th- what Joe's talking about is they're thinking about doing this post COVID. Yeah, well, that's so, funny, but we're but we're well, no. in COVID. It just well, seems no. like <clears throat> funny. But Scott, you got to think of it as like this: if they're planning on doing this post COVID, how are you going to feel like saying, you know? I don't know, a few months, whatever time, when theaters open back up. Well, if all of a sudden they're like, if you want to do this, it now charges twice as much. Well, apparently they're opening it up, like, next month. But, yeah. Limited. So, but. if you have it as $10 during COVID, and then after it, they're going to say it's going to be $20, people are going to be pissed. Well, regardless, it, it's – but that's still – but you still got to think of, okay, okay, I get the theater part of it. But at the end of the day, it's video on demand. It's just a movie that is, quote-unquote, theatrically released. It's still video on demand. It's still the same thing as you go and you purchase a movie to stream and you're watching it on your thing. It's the same thing. The only difference is is this movie right now during the COVID era should be in the theater but isn't. Like, that's what I'm saying. Right now, there's there's no theater for it to go to, okay? There's no theater you can go to. At the end of the day, it's just video on demand. We know That's that. That's all it is. How is it not? It's oh, no, 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 no. I, I said we know that. Okay, then, then other than, you know, again, you keep bringing up the theater, but there's no theater to go to. So, like... Because because the movie has to make money. The the movies that are out now that are like three ninety nine to rent, they made their money in a theater. But a lot of people aren't going to want to spend twenty dollars on a on demand movie. Then I they, they, spend they, less money for an on demand movie. Some a lot more people are probably going to wait. That's why I'm saying if it was cheaper, they might actually make more money because a lot of other people would want to. Especially the fact that again. Your, your length of time that you have to watch this movie is the same as if you did a regular movie. I don't understand why they can't just make it cheaper. Like I said, cut it in half, maybe t- knock five bucks off. But at the very least, extend the amount of time you have to watch the movie. So, like, for example, if you have it where it's like, okay, pay two or three dollars for a day. Okay, well, you're, if, if you're using a service that only gives you a day – and you purchase a, you you're paying twenty dollars to watch it for a day. Why can't you have it for a week? Because of well, I would guess. And if you like the movie, you can always buy it again. You can I always think, rent I, it again. I think the bit. Well, with two options, 
out of the two options Scott says, I think the price, I don't think they're going to move it. Like I said, I think well, they're going to keep their service going. going. Yeah, they're not going to decrease it. I think they're going to keep. I think they're going to keep the service going when theaters open back up, and that's and and like I said, theaters they always cry and whine about those kinds of things. But I do somewhat agree with you about allowing people to have it longer. Like, why can't they have it for five days to seven days? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like back in the day, I, I, can, I can agree with that. Like, back in the day, when you'd rent a movie. <clears throat> Wait, you remember Movie Time? Yeah. Local video store in our area, Movie Time Video? Yeah. Remember how it was, I believe it was, if you spent, it was $2, you could rent it for a night. But I think it was like, it was like 4 or $5, you got it for a week. So, if you're spending more money, so again, how would you feel if, like, you, we're back in the video store days, and it went from $2 for one night to now all of a sudden you're paying the seven-night price, but you're only getting it for one night. I think I think there's two ways – there's two reasons why to prevent likelihood of piracy. You can still pirate a movie in one night. But, I, I understand, but – I, I, I understand, but it's like you have less shot of doing it in one day than you do in seven days, if that makes sense. Second one is – you could just share, you can, like, if you watch it for one day, hey, Bill, come over here, we'll watch it the second day. Hey, Sam, come over here and watch it. It's kind of taking away money from those households. And they're going to say, oh, just come over and watch it at my place. I have it for seven days. Good, they might go back and rent it at their point house. point is, I don't think anyone, if you don't want to spend $20 to watch a fucking Scoob movie, then don't spend $20. See, that's what I'm saying, though. <clears throat> they're hurting themselves because if the price was smaller or you or the window of you had it, people might just say, Fuck it, I'll pay the money. <clears throat> I'm not That's gonna pay. It's, 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 there's, there's less incentive. Like unless you're like a movie person. Like if you're a movie person, this work. Like you, like you guys. You guys are movie people. So for you guys, this is this this is this isn't the worst thing in the world. This isn't a bad idea, or like it doesn't need to be tweaked because number one, you got you're the kind of people who want the theater to stick around yeah. and want it to thrive. And it's and and I want it to as well. But at the same time, there's other people who just, at the end of the day, just want to watch a movie. I'll take it. That's, know, that's, don't that's really think, I don't really think about that kind of like that kind of stuff as well. Let's use it as this. Okay, let's say Meteor King. We have a new album coming out, brand new album. We're gonna sell it for fifteen dollars. Okay. Okay. But we, but now, but you have this one place. That will say, okay, we'll sell it for uh, free. There, people are going to well, say. That's not say selling, that's giving. But I okay, see. What you're let's just say we have the album comes out. Uh, this is not actually happening, guys. Uh, it's coming out October fifth. Uh, but you can listen to it and you can have it on your your stereo system, your Bluetooth, whatever. You can have it uh, now for free. So October fifth rolls up. Are they gonna buy the album or are they gonna just stream it for free still? That's what if Joe's they, point. If they, that's if, what they, Joe, if they care, they'll buy it. But but that's what I'm saying. But what Joe's saying is, once the theater's open, if you have that rental for ten dollars, why go to the theater? Because you want the experience. You I know, but, but what are you gonna do? But what are you gonna? But what are you gonna do with that ten dollar rental fee for video on demand? You can't raise it. 
because that's going to piss everyone off because you can't raise it to twenty dollars. Well, yeah, but by that point, the people who want to go to the theater are going to go to the theater. The people who don't want to go to the theater aren't going to want to go to the theater. And at the end of the day, what are you paying all that extra money for? Are you paying for the movie or are you paying for the theater experience? And if you're paying for the theater experience and you're not getting the theater, then you're not. Then you're paying extra for for an experience that you can't possibly get at your house. I'm just saying, if you're pissed off that you spent twenty dollars on Trolls World Tour. What are you expecting with Trolls <laughs> World Tour? I heard Scooby was not good to, either. To shut, their, to shut their kids up. Spoiler, Scooby's not about Scooby-Doo as much. Well, no, it's not even necessarily that. It's it's If you expect them to solve a mystery, they don't solve a fucking mystery. They have That's to have the help. They have to, in this movie, apparently, they need help from Blue Falcon. What do you mean need help? Blue Falcon kicks ass. No, I'm just saying, like... They're trying to make yeah. a Hanna-Barbera shared universe. Yes, yeah, they are. Yes. There's even... Because uh, in the... They're, like, if you look in the background, there's different things. Like, there's, like, a Hong but Kong it's not the video first, game. And... It's not the first time they had Blue Falcon and Dynamite, though. Right. Like, I, they have them in the cartoons. It's not, yeah. like, completely out of the realm of possibility. Now, if, I like, Frankenstein Jr. Like, showed up... This actually isn't even the first Scooby-Doo movie to have one, because there actually is one. I think it's just called Scooby-Doo and Dino Mud, or Scooby-Doo with meets Blue Falcon or, and Dino I, Mud. I, I, I don't, I don't want to go through the whole Scooby-Doo universe here. Uh, the Scooby-Doo uh, universe? No, no, but, it's not the Scooby-Doo universe. It's the Hanna-Barbera universe. But, no, 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 no. I like what I called it better. The Scooby-Doo universe. But... Everything ties but, to uh, the Scooby-Doo <laughs> But the video on demand thing has really ruffled a lot of feathers, a lot of feathers. <clears throat> like the whole what was it? Was it AMC? Was the ones like we're not going to show our fucking movies in your theater? Or what? What was it? Well, that's fine. AMC's going out of business. Yeah, fuck okay. I don't know about that because they also said Amazon's buying them because they don't really specify. Amazon's going to buy them, and it's like, all right, well, don't go to AMC. Oh no, no that's what, that's what it was. AMC was not going to show Warner Brothers stuff anymore or something like that. Yeah, whoever good had, luck with that. Whoever had Trolls World Tour, was it Sony? Sony probably, yeah. <clears throat> no, they want to say Warner Brothers because that means they'll, they won't show Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah that's uh, what I think. I think you're right. It might be Sony or Illumination or something. It's not Illumination. I think it's Sony because they said... DreamWorks. DreamWorks and Universal. Okay. Yeah, because they said they weren't going to show... Oh, no, that's Universal. They're not going to show Universal movies. Again, yeah, good luck with that. Like, what I'm the not, fuck? I'm not AMC? saying that they, they didn't say it. I'm saying good luck with that. If anything, AMC should be begging. <laughs> well, let's count down to AMC's demise. <laughs> and then yeah. Cinemark says they're reopening next month. And, and they're the, the, almost pissed off because they're saying, like... Uh, Face mask is not required in the, inside the theater area. Well, just because it's not required don't mean I ain't wearing the shit. I know. I know. It's, I, I think it's more so you can eat your popcorn and stuff like that. If they have limited season, seating, it won't be as terrible. Yeah, what, what they're probably going to do is space out yeah. Uh, yeah. available seats there are so it is at least six feet away. We live in the, an era. Yeah, we live in a time where you can pick your seats. So. That's probably yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, you have the map, and let's say you can only... You can purchase two yeah. tickets together in one purchase. We're going to X out a whole bunch of seats. Yeah, so they're going to do that, and then... And so then, someone yeah. with multiple kids complains. Yeah, well, that, that's going to happen. But it also the other thing where they have... Like, you have the map of who bought seats. After the movie, you can have the, the cleaning people sanitize those seats. 
So I'll still wear my mask. It's I'm not a, it, it, I, I, I'm not mad at them for doing that. And then Benji. Oh, so again, you have to eat and drink while you're there. Yeah, and then drive-in theaters. Like, they're getting a boom. Oh, you know what they're going to do? You know what they're going to do? They're going to put your popcorn in a blender, and you got to drink it through a straw. Oh, God. Puree all that, popcorn. All that yum, butter. Yum, yum. You still get kernels in your fucking teeth. You get a free um, piece of salmon with it. <laughs> also, you got the drive-in theaters. They're going to need some oh. content to show. They're gonna have oh, to yeah. Show. I'm going. So I think that $20 VOD is very, like... Is one, one panic, like oh god, how are we gonna make our money back? And two, and also, how's Trolls gonna make their fucking money back? Because apparently, Trolls World Tour sold more than the previous Trolls movie. Well, of course it did. It's charged more. If I could, if I could sum it up as this, the as provided COVID nineteen isn't like nine eleven and changed the world like, as a whole, like, completely to where, like, we can never go back to exactly how it was. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. I don't think the movie theater industry has anything to worry about. So many things they thought was going to kill. They thought television was going to kill the industry. They thought that VHS and DVD and Blu-ray, and they think everything is going to kill it, and it's not, because Mm -hmm. it's an experience. It's, yeah. And no matter what you do, you can't... it, can, it cannot be killed. I, I really think that that's what theaters need to uh, move their business toward, is being a kind of boutique experience, like an experiential cool. thing. Like, you don't go to the... It's like rest, going out to a restaurant. It's like, you, you can go there for the food, sure, but you're really going there so you don't have to cook. Yeah, and, and the you get to yeah, and, and that's what they need to focus on is making exactly. the experience as good as possible because people will, at least people in our generation, and that's why they think like, remember when they started introducing digital comics and everybody's like, well, what's going to happen to the comic book store? Yeah, they really need to focus on showing it as like a kind of a boutique product because the people who want that they're going to want it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not but like they, it's going to completely replace everything. But it is true. But the one thing I would say is I do think they need to be careful where that the movie theater industry doesn't become like the uh, the theater or Broadway industry where it was like again everyone thought that was going to die and that never did. But the problem is is at this point tickets for a Broadway show or whatever are so freaking expensive that like. Not everybody gets to experience it. And right. I think that's one of the things that they need to do. Like they need to accept the fact that they're they're not they're not in competition with all these other things. They are their own thing and they need yeah. to focus on making that better without making it expensive. Because okay. if they keep um, doing that, they are gonna be the one the thing that kills it. They, it think, would basically be a, a, a business suicide, if you will. Wait, you're you went to that one theater that like don't they do like steak dinners and like Alamo Draft House? Yeah, that's a place where they go. Okay, we got the movies just like everybody else, like every other theater. What's gonna make people want to come here? And they do it by providing these, you know, crazy sit-down dinners yeah. with you know yeah. alcoholic and they, and they, beverages. And they, and they deliver the food to you. Like they go, they basically are like a waiter. Yeah. How great yeah. would it be if they were like the kind of places like, come get your fucking 
steak and watch your fucking movie. Speaking of Alamo Draft House, before I get to that point, the reason I like why the southern accent on there. The reason oh, why Alamo. The reason why I like uh, the reason why theaters are worried that you mentioned like they said that when VHS and DVD were coming out and all that. But the problem, the, the only issue with that argument is theaters were still open and they're they were somewhat making money. They're not ma- open, not making any money. That's the issue they're worried. They're worried about like how long can theaters be closed? It's like concert venues. Like if concert venues are closed for like 18 months, are they going to be open? Are they going to financially be stable? You know what I mean? I'm I'm pretty sure because, you know, because at in their at their heart, their businesses, I'm pretty sure some kind of a uh a stimulus or whatever will be issued to it's, to a lot to well, a lot of them I'm not at all but a and, lot and it's, and, it's that, and, it's, and but, uh, i think it's also you gotta have take the onus on yourself as a business owner like you have to you know things gonna change and you know we got hit with covid kind of fairly suddenly from you know starting last year and then really getting it ramped up in in march so you you kind of have to be creative and 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 the same thing with like comic book stores like when they had the big implosion in the mid 90s and and everything like you just kind of have to figure out a way to make a niche and fill that niche as exactly. as a business. So, like as a concert venue, what else can you do besides concerts, or you know, whatever particular kind of concerts you put on? Like, what other things? What other events can you do? Shitty you know, DJ. This is the kind of, you can start thinking about these things and trying to figure <laughs> out how to bring in money. Because that's what a, you're trying to do as a business is bring there, in money. There is a plus to this if you if you keep the streaming service. This is back to what I was talking about, Alamo. Uh, if you keep the streaming service while not streaming service, the rental it's not streaming. Uh, the rental service along with the movie theater is with Alamo Draft House. If you're on your fucking phone, they confiscate that shit immediately. They have no qualms about it. And if you if you have the rental service, those little assholes that treat movie theaters like it's their fucking house can just watch it at their house well and that's the other thing there's people that have also on the flip side of that who used to go to the theater but you know don't really like the experience there's people with social anxieties that don't like being in those kinds of places this gives them a way to experience the movie at the same time as everybody else without pirating it so if you charge like Like, i don't mind the option it's just you know yeah. Right now, you just got to compensate and, and figure out a way to coexist. Yeah, it's what yeah, I it's, it's like. It, it, there's no incentive, like I said, to quote unquote, right now, to pay for a home theater, a theater experience at the home if you're not getting the theater experience. But when theaters some open, set up their homes to be like a yeah. theater. But when theaters it's open tough. up, when, when theaters open up, you have that twenty dollar option to do that. So if you stay at home, you. Because if you take away the twenty dollars option, make it ten dollars. There's no incentive to go to the movie theater. It's pretty much one-sided. But if it's twenty dollars, anybody, anybody who's on the fence, and it's would, one of those things like, like if you're go. like, but doesn't that like, the, the the fragile nature of it then? Like if you're saying that if you're saying that making it ten dollars is going to make people 
who like let's say like people who like the theater experience you're telling me that people who enjoy the theater experience and treat it with a respect you're telling me that they're just going to give up on on this love no this... no 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 we're talking about the general public no, 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 not no, no, not no. joe and i the general public but isn't that more more but isn't it's... that more the fact that you know they're failing to connect to the general public more, rather than I don't, I don't see what the exactly, big deal is and that's the part with you make the experience better to, to be able to charge the higher prices, people will pay those higher prices. Like, you see people fill... Broadway shows, as expensive as they are, they still pack the house. You know what I just so, thought of? Why don't they have, like... Why don't they have, like... Like, they should do a thing where, like, okay, if motherfuckers want to talk during a movie, there should be, like, a separate screen for, like... There should be, like, two screens. There should be a screen for people who like can shut the fuck up and watch the movie, and then have a talk. Yeah, talking or non-talking. Yeah, it's the talking and non-talking section, like the old smoking, non-smoking yeah, section. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Do it. And it's not even a theater. It's literally just they put it in on, like, you know, they, like, you know those cars that they'd wheel out in school, and they put a Bill Nye tape in? I was thinking of it as, like, kind of a hockey penalty box. <laughs> um, The only issue I have with the $20 thing is... uh. I don't see an issue in it because if you don't want to pay the twenty dollars, just wait two months. It'll be on fucking DVD, and then you can rent it for three ninety nine. But then they're still out money. You see what I'm saying? I'm talking about from their perspective. It's like okay, these people don't want to pay twenty dollars for the shit movie. They're gonna wait and pay less money down the road. So why not? You know, what I mean, if they're gonna pay shit less money anyway. In their in their minds. Um... I, I would think they're like, if they don't want to pay the premium for the early viewing, which is the theater experience, or at this point, the at-home theater experience, they feel like they're just going to wait anyway, if that's the case. But, you know... It just seems like they don't get incentive for people who want to wait to say, maybe don't wait on this one. We could, we could sure do some, like, super in-depth analysis and figure out, like, price points where people are, like, either or, you know. And actually, it's just, honestly, like, as an economist, too, that just feels like a waste of time. Like, new releases, like, let's say uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker came out recently on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. Uh, the rental for that is, like, $7. Yeah, so but they can. You could probably okay. Would you say Disney Plus? Would you say how would you feel if they lowered it from twenty dollars to fifteen dollars? I said if if a new release in Blu-ray is seven dollars to rent, so if it's a new new release in in theaters, you'd probably double that, right? Maybe just like ten, twelve bucks. My only issue is it's like. Joe's like, they should make an experience. They're not going to fucking make an experience. They're going to have the same popcorn. Where is the incentive to give a a, a job or... I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. But, like, to give them extra money if they're not willing to give you an experience. My problem is... Then who gives a shit if they're not willing to make... If you're going to pay more money for, for something that you can get cheaper elsewhere... Why aren't they going to go out of their way to make it better for and, and, you yeah, and that's, to come back? And that's your kind of idealistic thought process. That's how you think like capitalism should work. Well, well it um, is how it should work. 
But, you know, at the end of the day, they're also going to do as much as they can to cut a profit, but also reduce their costs as much as they can. But at the end, like a small business owner, that's how you survive is is by being by by emphasizing the experience for the customer and making sure like, hey, they enjoy coming here. They would like to come here. They'll bring their friends here. You know what I mean? That's why it was so, like, important with, um, like, with the comic shops. They had the uh, little Lulu um, group where they're advocating for making, like, shops more female-friendly, you know, as opposed to the way they were in the 80s, which everybody knows is like that stereotype comic book shop in somebody's basement. You mean the yeah. one where it's like, oh, you're a girl who likes comics? Name five comics. Yeah. But making the comic shop much more, you know, friendly for women and a better place for people to, you know, that's the taking that small business approach and going, I need to make the experience better to attract more customers. Because really, at this point, movie theaters, you know, comic shops, they're all niche industries. And really, people are... You're, it's hard to find a general public to go just there. Theaters have that built in from the all those decades of families going there every Friday night. But, you know, we know the attendance has dropped off. You know, up until the superhero movies started coming out. Well, a lot of it was you got there were a lot of shit movies coming out, and they were just charging too much I, money for you to right. come in and be disappointed. And so many people, I think, and the just, like, experience also sucked. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but and that's and that's why like you have to kind of rebuild and be like, okay, what do we need to do to make this better? Well, I don't and think part of it, it yeah, helps, it helps that they make better movies. Yeah, part of it that's is, not really the is theaters. making that, better movies. That's not really the theaters. That's more on uh, Sony, Universal. Right. The, yeah, they but, they're worried about not making their money. Time, yeah, the theaters got to well, figure out a way to like, bring people in. Don't make so many shit movies. Make like however many shit movies you're making. Cut them in half and make good movies. If people just, there were more good movies out there, people would, you know, want to go see them. And, or if you're happy, or if you're happy Madison, if you're happy Madison, they're gonna be terrible anyway. Just put it on fucking Netflix. Well, and that's what they're doing. And they're making <laughs> and they're doing gangbusters. Like save all the shit for Netflix and streaming or whatever. And 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 motherfuckers, hear hear me out on this one. Stop making your own streaming services. Just join up with Netflix. Join up with Hulu. The only company, in my opinion, who has any right to do that is Disney because of all the different things that they have. <clears throat> Everyone else needs to chill. The only, the closest to an exception I could see I, is Warner Brothers. I yeah. would say HBO um, as well because they always fancy That's themselves as a, yeah. as a, um, They've always had themselves as a premium channel. Essentially, you've been subscribing to it since it's. I think what Scott's saying is, I think what Scott's saying is, NBC Peacock. 
But seriously, mm. look, yeah, I hate that. Thing. I hate I'm CBS All Access. I'm H- interested in HBO Max, but even HBO, like if you're like if you're just a channel, regardless of your content, you know, like they had to deal kind of like how Cinemax and Showtime do with Hulu. Like even if you got to pay a little extra on your Hulu account, and the fact they that it's all in one them. convenient spot, like. It's basically like basically the whole point of streaming services was to eliminate all the channel changing. Fuck ch- ch- fuck cable, mm. change the channels. We got everything you want right here. Now and then everything else wanted a piece of that pie. And now it's the same thing, except now you have to pay for each individual channel. Yep. And it's bullshit. Yep. Streaming right. services, like seriously, all we need is maybe Three streaming services. One that's good for TV, one that's good for movies, and then maybe one that's good for, like, international. <clears throat> but then you have companies saying, like, well, why pay... Why pay... Why why get, like, a percentage... I think it's more like, like let's say, that NBC. I don't think this is actually how it happened, but NBC's like, we own The Office, and it's, like, gangbusters and Netflix, and we're only, I don't even know how Netflix pays people royalties. I have no clue. <clears throat> but let's um, say... Instead well, of getting... What they do, I would assume, is they iron out a contract with the production group, whoever owns uh, that content, and for a certain set term, they pay a huge amount of money to have it on their service for that whole term, which is why things sometimes get taken off, come back later, because yeah. they have to renegotiate. That's I what like I would it... assume. Joe, like can you think huge like that again, please? Uh, what? Can you say huge like that again, please? Huge? huge. Like, let's say Netflix is Love giving it. 10% of their earnings of the office to the royalties or whatever. NBC could be like, you know what? Why get 10% when we can get 100% and make money off a streaming service? But nobody wants it just to watch The Office. We'd the, the, rather the, pirate the, it. The, well, the, well, the thing is... You can buy the Office DVDs for like five dollars if you wanted to, yeah. um, because Netflix has made them worth nothing. Well, it's not because um, I wouldn't imagine they're paying "quote unquote" royalties. It's right. more they they give them a lump sum of an agreed amount for a set period of time, and then it's up to NBC Universal mm-hmm. to pay the royalties out to the actors and yeah. all that. And they're saying well, I'm at royalties towards net, NBC, not the actors. Um. <clears throat> Uh, they say that, that Netflix and all that was going to kill the cable industry. This whole thing might revive the cable industry. No. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just saying, like, oh, now everyone has a streaming service. Uh, I don't want to pay all this money. Let's just go back to cable and on demand. It, like I said, <clears throat> it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's finding a balance. Like, who the fuck? Here, here's my thing. Here, here my, here's my whole thing. Who the fuck is watching NBC and be like, fuck yeah, dude, NBC is the shit, fuck CBS, fuck ABC, I only watch NBC. No oh, peacock head. Nobody. The only, here's, here's the thing, you know the only channels that have any kind of allegiance like that, Fox News doesn't count, is Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. And do you know why? Because they're the they're the only like basic cable channels that are dedicated to ch- children's tell like kids television. Don't get me wrong, you still have kids shows on other channels, but these are channels completely dedicated like 24 hours a day. You are guaranteed to wa- have stuff that you can watch with your kids or your kids can watch by themselves and you don't have to worry about. That's well, it. That's the only reason why they would have 
You forgot about Adult Swim rolling around. Oh, uh, that's right. I forgot about that. But but you get where I'm coming from. But I do know where you're coming from. I do know where you're coming from. You know, yeah. Cartoon Network has you know Adult Swim you have to worry about. But you also How have to worry about. Has become its own channel. I don't know. You also have to worry about Nickelodeon's Midnight Hour X-rated stuff. You got. You can't forget that. <laughs> well, no, they they yeah, replaced that with remember, more fun uh, stuff. You know when they showed Debbie Does Dallas. You know, animated. Super late. Yeah. On Nick, Nick Night. Well, no, no, they just play the sequel. Debbie did Dallas. It's the same thing, but she just sits on a chair and tells you or, the plot of the movie. Or Gullah Gullah Island, the X-rated edition. I was gonna call it Gullah Gullah Island Nights, but Binga Binga, more like Dinga Dinga. Which is funny because I wouldn't be surprised if Baywatch Nights was on there. But basically, my my main point is seriously, just just y'all need to work on your negotiation skills. Like three. Four at the max oh. streaming services about, and just work shit out. You forgot about Nick at Night and there are so many misogynist shows on Nick at Night. Like, no, 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 no. The Cosby Show? No, they don't play the Cosby Show anymore. Honeymooners? Oh, fuck no. I think now it's uh, Friends, George what? Lopez. They had Friends on there before, actually, wait. I'm just used to Nick and Knight being like, I love Lucy. It was Lucy. like Brady Bunch and I love Lucy. And yeah. all. Hold on. I'm going to look up what their current block of shows God, is. that was – God, now I feel old. Now it's like, oh, my God. George Lopez show is considered Nick and Knight material. It, dude, that's been on Nick and Knight for like 10 years now. And it's oh, a great show, by the way. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I, I, I love me some George Lopez. Oh, rider. Uh, anyone – here's the thing. Anyone who says – that they don't like George Lope, the George Lopez show is either a liar or has never watched it because that show is a gem or possibly high as fuck. No, it, honestly, if anything, it enhances it, especially in the flashbacks. No, no, I mean, big adult heads on the kid bodies. Not when they watched it, but high as fuck when they're talking to you. Yeah. And they don't realize what they're saying. Fuck, what is there? I'm they're trying thinking, to they're thinking about Mine Mine and Mencia. <laughs> oh, fuck that show. Hey, Scott, is your oh, here glasses, we go. like, different? Uh, okay, so there are four Caitlin's shows. Glasses. There are four shows that are on Nick at Night right now. Okay. Full House, yeah. George Lopez, yeah. Friends, and a, a show, and a show called Mom with Anna Faris. Okay, yeah, that was a network show that didn't last very long. Um, and then every now and then they'll play, uh, for some reason, Spongebob, uh, a sh- Tyler Perry's Young Dylan, never even heard of that, The Substitute, which is some kind of reality show, Danger Force, which is part of the shitty Henry, Dame- Henry Danger uh, shitverse. I was and- so hoping that it was the Substitute movie, and it's just like a Substitute teacher whipping the ass of like all these gang kids and stuff it's better than henry danger if i can solve henry danger this is like you know when people make fun of power rangers and they're like oh it's just a bunch of people in suits doing stupid shit that's all it is it's fucking stupid like it's one of those shows like if my kid was watching this it's you know some shows you can be like i don't like it it's kind of dumb but it's fine for kids this is one of those shows that if my child was watching this movie or watching this show I would be furious. You would disown him. How fucking stupid and unfunny it is. You're like, God like, damn it. Like, can't you watch South Park like every other four-year-old? 
But I'm just saying, like, there's kids shows that are fine. Like, I'd be like, turn this garbage off and watch Adventure Time. Now. Turn on Avatar, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm aware your mom's right here. Yeah, I just inadvertently called your mom a bitch. I don't care. Watch Avatar. It's on Netflix. Yeah, Kelly. Uh, Kelly will end up getting its own it. Avatar streaming service. And, I mean, I uh, pay for I pay for an Avatar streaming service. Oh, you and, would not. That's how and, good the show is. <laughs> well, she she was she was hell bent on showing me Avatar and like uh, Shit's Creek. Oh, Diana loves the shit out of Shit's Creek. It's good. It's a good show. Yeah. Wait. So when you say Diana loves the shit out of Shit's Creek, are you suggesting that when Diana watches, it's just called Creek? Because there's no shits. Well, you she know, who, shit I mean, right out of it. I mean, you know who's in Shit's Creek, right, Scott? I know it's Eugene Levy, and uh, son. Catherine O'Hara. That's all I know. And Chris Eugene Elliott. Levy. Oh, Chris yeah. Elliott. Okay. Yeah, it's Eugene Levy, and his son is like the co-writer and and co-star. Yeah, I like Chris Elliott. I find him to be an unsung hero of '90s comedy. Oh, he's great. He's the mayor of Shit's Creek, and also like the repairman. <laughs> But never forget and, him as well. Like, so, like, early on, like, Eugene Levy... Because Eugene Levy and his family, they're, like, a super rich, like, one-percenter family from, like, Malibu, California, you know? And they end up getting in tax problems because their guy, like, embezzled all their money. And all they have left is this town that he bought for his son as a joke in the 90s called Shit's Creek. Because <laughs> he's like, it's it's still funny, David. <laughs> and yeah. so they're relegated to live there. They live in the motel. And it's just like a shithole town, to be honest. But, like, the guy who's their repairman and the mayor, like, he's just hugely overstaying his welcome while they're there. And they're just trying to get themselves together and unpack. And it's just a huge shock for them. And he's just still bugging them. And at one point, Eugene Levy, like, snaps. And, like, he's like, Rolly, get the fuck out! <laughs> and the guy gets really upset and leaves. And as uh, to get them back, he takes all their doors. <laughs> and it's just like, he's like, why did you take my doors, Roland? He's like, when my dad got mad at me for doing things that I shouldn't have been doing, he said, privacy's earned, and he took my door. So I took <laughs> your doors. <laughs> By the way, before you go any further, Joe, I just want you to know, uh, so for you, y'all listening, uh, I've had subtitles turned on Skype, and I didn't know that if you say certain cuss words, it automatically censors them. So when Joe said fuck, it just said it was just for asterisk. Asterisk. Uh, <clears throat> Also, Catherine O'Hara is, like, a retired actress. Yeah. Uh, but she's acting like, oh, she's acting like, uh... What's... Basically, she's like her character in Orange County, but not drunk. Kind of. She's acting very, like... A little more like... dramatic. Yeah, like, like, more like, uh, oh, God, who's the person from Sunset Boulevard? Joe, you can help me here. What was it? It's the lead woman um, in Sunset Boulevard. Probably Joan Crawford Joan Cro- is a good she's very. Joan Crawford like, like very dramatic, and she also wears different wigs throughout the show. Like, uh, she's but very Joan much Crawford a performer. the one that Mommy Dearest was about. Yes, <sighs> that fucking movie <clears throat> is that on Criterion? Not yet. Never makes it to Criterion. Not only are you guys reviewing it, but I want a piece of that pie. 
But um, yeah, yeah, Schitt's Creek is really great. good. Avatar uh-huh. is a really well written, not just animated show, but show. Well, and like I told her, like cause she's a super fan of Avatar. Um, like when I was younger and it was on and premiering, I didn't really like it. But again, I didn't really like most anime back then. And this is like very much a shonen style anime. Oh yeah. So I figured if I watch it now, since I like a lot more anime, and watch it from the beginning, I'll probably like it. Dude, it gets so fucking real. Also, this is an interesting one. One Piece is going to be on Netflix on Friday. Ooh. Multiple seasons of One Piece. I don't know how many seasons, because there's like 20 seasons right now. But More I'm like, than that. And I wonder if they're going to do the dubs. What's that mean for Funimation? Is I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh God! What, no, no, no! But what if it's the four kids version? Oh, then I'm definitely watching. Oh yeah, that one sucks. Yeah, it's so it's it's so bad. Why would you good. watch that? It's so bad. It's good though. No, yeah. it's not. Yes, it is. It's massacred mm-hmm. my boy. Well, it's don't worry. The reason why it's coming on Netflix is because they're making a, a One Piece live action. In America? Yeah. Oh, it's fucked. When your main I character has an American live action adaptation of an anime. When your main character's power is he can stretch his body because he's made of rubber, I don't even want to know what that's going to yeah, be yeah, live this action. Is gonna be, this is going to be weird. I'm going to watch it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch it. And we're I'm probably going to talk about it on the show. I'm just saying, I've only you watched four one... Kids was bad. <laughs> I've only watched one good an- live-action anime adaptation, foreign or otherwise, and the only reason it worked was because it was a slice of life, so there's no special effects or weird costumes or outfits involved. Like, that's the only reason it worked. Oh, you're talking about Death Note? No. I didn't like the Death Note movies. No, I I'm willing say, to give uh... them another try, because I found a better sub for them, but I am willing to give them another try, but I did not like them, and I watched both of them. The no, joke I... was uh, Death Note's not Slice of Life. No, but I have seen them. No, I know, but I have seen them, and they were terrible. Though I am and kind I of the American one too, and that sucked Camel Dick as well. Though I am kind of pumped about uh, the Cowboy Bebop one. Is I don't watch. Yeah, it's uh, well, they they had to stop production because John Cho. Uh, who's playing Spike, uh, I think he broke his leg on set or something like that. And it was like one of those things like he needed surgery and he like, had, was out for nine months or whatever. God, <clears> I not an omen. Yeah, I will watch yeah. that. And the other one, I haven't watched Blade of the Immortal yet by Takashi Miike. Um, but he that's a live action version of that manga. We get, we get it, Scott. You have a tattoo on your chest. He's got like... <laughs> To the audience, he's, he's moving like the camera, and the camera's like in his chest hair and in his tattoo for a little bit. Well, no, I think uh, I'm expecting. Kayla and I are expecting some stuff from Amazon today, and I thought I heard one of them pull up. I'm trying to like. You heard the horn of Amazon. Not the horn, not the horn of Amazon. Just the the. I thought I heard the slowing down of the vehicle. Of no, Amazon. no, I'm not saying the the car horn. Of Amazon. I'm talking about they have like a Gondor horn. You mean like, like a Shofar? <clears throat> yeah. Like the <laughs> Ram horn? Again, you gotta remember, Wade, he hasn't seen Lord of the Rings, so he doesn't know what the horn of Gondor is. <clears throat> oh my god. But, uh, that, you know what? Every delivery service should have a Shofar. Yeah. 
That would I don't be awesome. Know what the Horn of Gondor is? No, because I'm not a I'm not a fucking dweeb. That's a that's a that's a damn shame to the name of Sean Bean. It's okay. He fucking died. Oh, there was um, I think what's his name? It's Josh funny because I don't know if Scott realizes that he's right. Uh, jo- well, no, Josh. I know that Sean Bean dies in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the thing? Uh, Josh Gad, that guy Olaf, whatever. Yeah, he does like a show. Thing. Yeah, he re- well last a couple. He started with Goonies, mm-hmm. and then he did reunite. You like this? He did a reuniting of Back to the Future. <clears throat> um, and he did Lord of the Rings this past week. Yeah, I need uh, to watch the whole thing. He had, ev- he had everyone. He had <clears throat> you know had Peter Jackson on there. Had literally everyone from the cast. Sir Ian McKellen. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen was fantastic. By the way, can we point out how Lord of the Rings uh, that cast made it cool for like a cast of a franchise movie to get matching tattoos? Yes. Can we point that out? Because yeah. your Avengers didn't start that. Uh, uh, fucking comic book. I, honestly, I didn't even know the Avengers cast did that. The original yeah. Avengers. <laughs> the, the one from the first Avengers. Um... Stop, it's too sexy, Scott. Stop showing your chest there. Yeah, he's like trying to put the webcam like way down south. Like, this uh, is like Paul and 40-year-old virgin. But I'll say this. They had Sean Bean on it, and he did not die on the Zoom call. <laughs> no, no. But when he cut out, he uh, apparently impaled himself on a pencil and got... He was like, at the, at the end, they were like, oh, who's going to sign out? Who's going to sign out first? Who's going to sign out first? And Sean Bean was like one of the last people. Well, he, he didn't last long. I forget what movie it is, but there was one movie he was in that was really bad, Like, and like someone pointed out, they're like, and the biggest fuck-up in this whole movie isn't the writing or anything. It's just the uh, fact that it's the one movie Sean Bean doesn't die in. It's, um, well, there's a British TV show that was, was like, um, it's like Sharps something. It was a military TV show, and he he's the main star, and he never dies, and that show like sucks. Well, yeah, but I think I think that show. How long ago was that? Um, it was in the nineties. Because it might have been before Maybe 80s? the trope. It might have been before the trope. I, th- I think it'd be funny if, like, the next movie Sean Bean does, he plays a guy that can't die. No, he. No, well, like he, he tries plays, killing himself so many times, he just can't die. No, dude, they'll re they reboot the Highlander Sean, series, and he's the Highlander. Sean Bean as One Punch Man. No, no, we do a live action. No, do a live action South Park. Sean Bean is Kenny. Yeah, it's gonna be live action on Netflix. And Disney No, no, they should never do live action South Park after that one episode. Oh God. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Clint is the only person. It was the intervention. I know who likes that. No, it wasn't the intervention. It was the zip line. Yeah, it was the zip line. But it was like it was a show that was a spinoff of Intervention. Like, um, they did that with Tally. The only thing. The only thing. I know, Wade. I'm saying it's a. It's like a spinoff. There was a show that was like I should have survived. Intervention that they were spoofing. No, no, no. No, it's not. They weren't no. spoofing Intervention. It was a show that, like, I think spun out of Intervention. It was like I shouldn't have survived or something. That yeah, that's it. <clears throat> that's what they were parodying. I didn't know that was a spinoff. That's well, either way, the it's best like the thing same in that whole people episode involved, was, if I'm not mistaken. The best thing in that whole episode was all the Mountain Dew stuff. Wasn't that the one with like Double Dew? Yeah. And yeah. Diet Double Dew. Yeah, they did. Oh, they, did the, the, they, the did the, they did the. What was it? The dramatic. Dr- it's dramatic. Double Diet Dew. 
Double diet too. They did like the fucking uh, the live action dramatization of it, and it just no. Oh, I hated that. No, that was the it was that. Like the rest that of the episode, except for that. <laughs> Like, if the joke was that it was live action, that wasn't funny. The jokes in it weren't funny. It was just not funny. Like, and I think that's when South Park stopped being as important to me. Because, like, now I realize, oh, shit, South Park can be unfunny. And then they brought in a PC principal and you were back on board. Eh. You Honestly, I haven't watched the last... You had to, like... Give us the rundown of every new episode that came out that season. <laughs> I did not. You did. I didn't watch it. Wade did. Wade was the one that watched it. I did not watch it. The Wade has no knowledge of this. Because I didn't watch that season, and that's how I knew about it was you guys. I promise you, I did not watch it. I watched maybe two episodes of it. And it's not like it's something that I'm ashamed to admit if I did. Scott. I love South Park, and I would admit it if I watched it, but I didn't. I, I, totally, I think you were the one, because you were the one talking totally, about Sopa. It was totally you, but I probably did. No, it was definitely <laughs> you, I totally didn't. No, it was probably you, but I most likely did. Well... I think you know, but you have no idea. This is the diary of Wade, a total fucking liar. Is it? Well, you can watch this whole biopic of me being a, of me being a fucking liar for twenty dollars on VOD. Well, that, if there, if Wade, if Wade, if your life story was on video on demand for twenty dollars, you would be proving my theory, my point right. I mean, I'd pay twenty dollars to watch a guy shit in a hoodie. <laughs> And then use subway napkins as a diaper. This this is this is the shocking true story of Wade Brown. <laughs> behind behind no, the podcast. The true story. It's the poo story. Behind the podcast. It's like a behind the music. And yes, then he That's what I was saying. <laughs> it, it's, it's the Mink and Dish Poodcast. And then tragedy struck. Commercial. And it comes back. He had to take a shit. <laughs> It was at that moment, Brown wasn't just his last name. But we'll, we'll find out what happened afterwards on Behind the Podcast. We come back. Yeah, he fucking shit himself. <laughs> I can't believe credits. It's like, I couldn't believe what I was smelling. But then we get someone to story later. <laughs> we get to play someone who was like in the bathroom. I was in the I was in the bathroom while he was doing that, and let me tell you, it was nasty. I would you watch the dramatization of it? I would watch the dramatization of it if you were played by Stacy Keach. Okay. Just, I will sign that petition. <laughs> he'll be like, "Oh, I took a shit in this hoodie." What's he? <laughs> yeah, no, my appreciation for him stems not only from his run uh, on che- in che- the Cheech and Chong movies, but Joe also uh, him as uh, Ken Titus on the television series Titus. Which is all on YouTube right now. You can yeah, watch. every episode is now officially on YouTube, all three seasons of Titus. And I cannot recommend it enough. It is one of the <laughs> most underrated sitcoms there yes. ever was. Talk about George, George Lopez fucking Titus. I think George Lopez exists because we lost Titus. 
Has to be. Must be. Can't be anything else. Oh, and also on this YouTube channel, there's a lot of rants, which are yeah. very helpful. Very helpful in the time we are living right now. And also stand-up specials. Yes. Even stand-up specials that Comedy Central has refused to uh, re-air or air in the first place, they're they're up there for free. So yeah, go to I think it's Titus TV is the yeah. channel. Just type in Christopher and, Titus and search, you'll find it. And they yeah, they've got like I said, they've got episodes of the TV shows, stand-up specials, rants, podcast episodes, podcast clips. Uh, again, not just underrated show, underrated comedian as a whole, Christopher Titus. Uh, <clears throat> So and and that's a really cool thing that he's doing, making his material, you know, available to everybody for free. I I, I mean, you gotta respect it. It's yeah. like you know, nobody besides like Monty Python had done that before. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I think that'll do it for this episode of the Minkadesh Podcast. Uh, before we close, I do want to say a lot of things are going on in the world. We don't usually get political, but I think we can easily say. We support the people protesting right now and speaking their voice. That's yeah. the right. The Black Lives Matter. Fuck racism. Fuck racism. <clears throat> you know, we don't get political or show our views that much, but we could all agree on, like, what the fuck? Because, it, well, it's not even politics. It's humanity. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Just decency, treating people, other people with respect. And when I say de- treating people with other respect, I don't mean, like, like oh, they're, they're, you know, they're, 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 you know, they are racist, but they have every right. No, fuck that shit. I'm yeah. talking about just respect. Look, if you don't like a certain type of person, you know what? That's fine. Tolerate it. You know, keep your mouth shut. You yes. know, keep your, keep your, keep your bullshit racism to your fucking self. Not only for the fact that nobody wants to hear it, but it, but for your own fucking safety, because people are pissed and we're not taking it anymore. And if you're the kind of person that wants to that wants to spew that shit, spew that hate shit, well, I got news for you. It's going to come at a cost. You know what I mean? Freedom may not be free, and racism isn't either. And we're and people are going to fucking take it out on you if you decide to be a, a shit person. <clears throat> All I'm going to say is South Park this season is going to be insane. Well, it can't be any more insane than 2020. <clears throat> I'm just saying... This year is just fucking... There's an asteroid that passed by us yesterday, by the way. It was the size of the <clears throat> Empire State Building or something like that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it had mercy on us. Fucking missed, sadly. By the way, by the way... It was a warning if, shot. If I can par- By the way, if I can paraphrase the movie uh, Half-Baked, no. still waiting on those murder hornets, Julio. That was a filler episode, like we said. No, it was an unaired episode, because I haven't seen them. It's going to recycle for next year. Yeah. It's going to be a when repeat. they run out of ideas for next season. Fuck. This season on Earth, we're fucked. <gasps> oh, God. It would be like that episode of South Park. <clears throat> this episode 2020, we call this season The Ringer. The Gauntlet. Yeah, is, this, but, uh... is this what Road Rules Challenge is like? <laughs> <laughs> right, but yeah, it's... I guess uh, it's time to put the uh, put a put a nice little wrap this up, put a nice little bow on it, and give it out to the people. Road a wave, 
But wait, just because it's the end of the show doesn't mean it has to be end of Mint Condition, the Mint Condition experience, which is free. It's not twenty dollars for twenty four hours. And Wade, you can tell them how they can get that experience. You can follow us on Twitter, Mint Condition MCP. You can follow us on Instagram, Mint Condition Productions. You can follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Mint Condition Productions. We're also yeah. on VOD for twenty dollars. Yeah, sorry, twenty one dollars. Fuck you. Uh, Wade and I also have our band Meteor King. You can find links to all of our social media at uh, meteorking.bandcamp.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation. It's all there. We're on YouTube as well. We've got music videos and some live performance clips as well. Uh, you can purchase uh, digital copies of our music if you'd like. There, we've got our uh, two EPs up there, De La Mortes and Solemn We Rain, and our full-length album, Lords of the Comet is on there as well. Uh, you can also uh, go to the merch portion of it, and you can uh, purchase a CD copy if you'd like. Uh, we can get a T-shirt if you like, patches, pins. You know, we got them there. And if you put in an order, you're going to get a Meteor King sticker. You are either going to get the die-cut pink logo sticker or the brand-new uh, Ghoul Patrol mini sticker, uh, which we will put in your uh, in your order as well. Um, as for shows, uh, for right now, uh, nothing has changed. Um, expect cancellations. I know we the Brooklyn show got canceled uh, for uh, last month. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the other ones coming up were canceled or at least postponed. But uh, keep tabs on our social media, Facebook and Instagram specifically, as I mentioned. And you'll be more up to date on that than you will be just listening to the podcast. And please... Uh, purchase and not don't just purchase like our merch and stuff like that but we have a special uh anti-police brutality t-shirt or the fuck racism fuck police brutality meteor king t-shirt all proceeds 100 percent of the proceeds is going to uh black visions collective um we've already uh donated uh close to 300 dollars now uh through sales and you know if you want to get one uh, just message the band, message Min Condition Productions, any individual member of the band, you know, and we'll get you hooked up. And as soon as you make your purchase, we will send you a receipt letting you know where your money went to. And, you know, tell your friends. If enough people want, want us to do this, it's a small run now, but if more people want this, we'll definitely do a, a, at least a second run. So make sure to go to meteorking.bandcamp.com. Or, or any Meteor King social media uh, to contact us if you'd like to order one of our uh, one of our uh, anti-police brutality t-shirts. You know, it's not like I said, it's not going to end it. But damn it, do what you can. We'll do. We will do. Do. We're trying to do our part as best we can. Joe. Uh, we also have a YouTube page. Um, go to YouTube.com/slash Productions. You can find all our video output as well as some of our stuff you've heard on audio um you can find all kinds of different shows there like uh, criterion connection b movie den uh there's some old sound checks on there and uh there's also the shorts that that wade tends to produce um along with you know you scott and myself or whoever is around um, they're also on Vimeo at vimeo.com slash dish productions if you'd rather watch them there. Um, but yeah, just remember to go to the channel, uh, watch whatever videos you want to watch. We got different ones for different people. Um, 
subscribe to the channel. That always helps. Comment on the videos you like. Uh, hit the like button. That also helps. And even more than anything is sharing because that helps spread the word of Mint Condish. Um, and more people uh, is more fun. And the sharing gospel. is caring. The gospel of Mint Condish. That's right. The God spell of the Corinthians. Corinthians eleven seventeen. I like Deuteronomy. Oh, Deuteronomy. Okay. <laughs> As All opposed right. to Revelations, which is what we're living through. Well, I think it's time to close the chapter of Deuteronomy <laughs> uh, right now because I don't know how to top that. So thank you everybody for joining us this week. Um, we will see you next time. And uh, so until everyone remember, Black Lives Matter. And also, I'm Scott the Bot Savage, along with... Welcome to the Mickey Podcast. I'm Swade Wade. And, and Joe, uh, who also wants to say stay safe for everybody. Remind you, as always, that Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. And most importantly, Black, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Holler you.